Thank you for getting ready to turn into your new episode of Shooting Lights Out. Shooting Lights Out under the Playmakers Bar brand is brought to you by Fanatics. Official license everything with Fanatics.com. Get great deals, sales on Fanatics.com. For fishing's license everything for sports fans shop. Also, Shooting Lights Out is brought to you by Liz. Locker rooms by Liz. Get great hats, customized t shirts with your favorite team logo, of any sport of your kind. Locker rooms by Liz. Now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for Shooting Lights Out. <laughs> sound like, sound like some Viking music, don't it? <laughs> yeah, gotta get it out the mud, that's the only way to win. Who am I to point the finger like I never ever seen? Been through the ups and downs like the letter end. They don't let you through the dope, better kick it again. Cause that's the only way to win. That's the only way to go, gotta get it out the mud. Gotta get it out the flow. Cause that's the only way to go, let's go. Shoot. Lights out. How's it going, ladies and gentlemen? How y'all doing today? Y'all already know what it is. Shooting lights out with your boy, the playmaker down there. Silence here. Woo. The conference finals are set. The final four is set for the NBA that begins tonight. Can't wait, can't wait, can't wait, can't wait. But but before we get to the conference finals, we must travel back to how the conference semifinals ended, okay? And we're going to go right through it because I am not playing today, okay? No, no flagrant fouls, no around the hardwood, no, none of that. Everything is crumbled together for this, okay? So let's get to it, shall we? This is what we was left off at. We had the final eight teams, the four in the West, the four in the East, and four teams have been eliminated. And let's go to how each team got eliminated. And we're going to go on chronological order. So we're going to go all the way back to Thursday, where the Denver Nuggets put the final touches to the Phoenix Suns, 125 and 100 in the desert. As you can see here, that first circle box that you see here, that's the – and you see the little numbers in those side in parentheses. That was the halftime score. Denver 81, Phoenix 51 at halftime. The Denver Nuggets dropped 81 points in 24 minutes of gameplay. Jokic, 32 points, 12 boys, I mean, 10 boys and 12 assists. He gave you a 32-point triple-double in a closeout game. Jamar Murray, 26. Contavious Caldwell-Poe with a 21-piece. And on the Phoenix side, Kevin Durant, 23 points. He didn't take a goddamn three. Kevin Durant didn't take one three. Went eight for 19. Cameron Payne led the Phoenix Suns with 31 points. But that other boxes that you see that is Devin Booker 12 points 4 for 13 1 from 3 in 36 minutes 36 minutes Devin Booker can only get you 12 points 12 12 points 
in a closeout game, in an elimination game at home. And you got your ass whooped by 25 by the top team in the West. You look at the Bosco and this one, I can care less about the Bosco. I can care about all these numbers right here. I don't care. I don't care about the team stats. But as a result, the Phoenix Suns fired Coach Marty Williams after four seasons. In, in, in those four seasons, you've been to an NBA Finals. You've been to the Conference Finals. But the last two outcomes, you got your ass within the Conference Semifinals. The one that I just thought about Thursday, but let's travel back a year. You see this? Remember this, ladies and gentlemen? Game 7 of the Western Conference Semifinals down in Phoenix, Arizona. Oh, yes. Yeah, 57 to 27 was the halftime score. That the Suns were down 30 again at halftime. And up losing 123 to 90. And in that game, Devin Booker, 11 points, 3 for 14, 0 for 4 from 3. Let's travel back to Thursday, shall we? Devin Booker, 4 for 13, 1 for 3 from 3, and 12 points. But yet, you got your ass whooped again. And continue with Devin Booker. This was Devin Booker with looking down, just staring at him like, how you like this ass whooping that you're getting right now? And this on the on the right is Devin Booker doing the ass whooping that they took on Thursday to the Denver Nuggets. And by the way, while I'm bringing up Devin Booker, you know I have a problem with you, sir. How are you gonna sit here and not be available for the media after you get your ass whooped at home again to get an ousted in the playoffs? No, 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 no. You can't be called a light skinned mom, but like Stephen A. Smith, like said, and not sit here and say something to an ass whooping. You got your ass whooped again in the same building. It's the first ass whooping last year. Both times you are down 30 at halftime. Both times your butt couldn't score no more than freaking 12 points. Devin Booker. Oh, yeah, you went for 40 plus against the against the Clippers a couple of times. You put in a couple of 40, you put up a couple of 40 performances or 30 performances again this series against the Denver Nuggets to get series back 2 2. But when it counted most, when you was down 3 2, going home for game six, 12 points. 12 points. Against the Dallas Mavericks, 11 points. 11 points is what you did, Devin Booker, in two elimination games at home. One, by the way, was a winner-take-all game seven. And you didn't show up. Devin Booker, when the lights are brightest is when you're supposed to show up. When the light is brightest is when you're supposed to show up. In game seven of last year against the marriage, you didn't show up. In Thursday, in game six, an elimination game, you didn't show up. 
I'm not gonna talk about Kevin Durant. I'm not gonna talk. I ain't gonna talk about Chris Paul. I ain't even gonna talk about DeAndre. This one is on you, Devin Booker. You should be ashamed of yourself. You should be. Okay. Moving on. Then we get to game six between the New York Knicks and the Miami Heat down in South Beach. Rarely contested game. The Knicks had a lead. They blew the lead. And you see the results, 96-92. The Miami Heat ousted the New York Knicks in the Eastern Conference semifinals. Woo! Now, you see down there from Miami side, we'll start with the home team. Bam Matabayo, 23 points on 9 for 20 shooting with 9 boards. Jimmy Butler, 24 points with eight boys on seven for 22 shooting. These two combined for 16 of 42. That is terrible, to be honest. And But yet they combined for 47 points and 17 rebounds. That is good. That is good. On the other side, two... <laughs> Jalen Brunson dropped a 41 piece with shooting 14 for 22 from the field and 5 for 10 from three in a elimination game on the road. Jalen Brunson showed up, except at the end of the game. Costly, costly, costly turnovers by Jalen Brunson. You can't have those turnovers when the game is on the line, sir. You can't do it. That is my only gripe with you in this one because. You dropped 41. You gave them a 40 piece. You just had the turnovers at the, the wrong time. And that's about it. But nevertheless, RJ Barrett. Mm hmm. 11 points, RJ Barrett. One for 10 from the field. And 0 from 3 from the field. Really, RJ Barrett. One for 10. So you only had one two point bucket. And the rest of your points came to the free throw line, which is nine of them, by the way. Really? The funny thing is, you ain't even the bigger culprit in all this. Because that would be one Julius Randle. 15 points. And in an elimination game, you got 15 points. Three from 14 from the field, one from seven from three. Oh, you got 11 rebounds. Good job with the little rebound. But you only had 15 points. You're making people like Stephen A. Smith and Spike Lee and Wiesel Hefe, my good friend. And uh, another good friend, Nicholas Russell, sick to their stomach. Because you fail to show up when you are needed most over and over and over again. You, sir, was supposed to be the face of the franchise. That happened to turn to Jalen Brunson in one whole season. Matter of fact, not even a whole season. He, did, he became the face of the franchise quick, faster than I heard because they looked at him and said, we didn't expect to get this one, Jalen Brunson. But Julius Run is nowhere to be found. It's the playoffs. The, the playoffs. You, you, you want to be, you want to be, you want to be who you want to be. But you ain't who you want to be in the playoffs. Use the face of New York. When it comes to the Knicks, it's Julius Randle's face. Not no more. That belongs to Jalen Brunson. 
Now, now, as we uh, move on here, I'll go back, go back, hold on. Hey, look at look at this, look at this. Um, Miami Heat had twenty five assists and Knicks had thirteen. That is a plus twelve for the Miami Heat. Uh, points in the paint, thirty eight to twenty Miami Heat plus eighteen. But the Knicks had a 14-point lead at one point in time and blew it. The New York Knicks. The Knickerbockers. The Knickerbockers blew a 14-point lead in an elimination game on the road in South Beach. And that's this guy. I'm going to say it again. This is the face of the franchise. Who should no longer be the face of the franchise? That should be one Jalen Brunson now, because Julius Randle, you, sir, are not cut out to be a face of a franchise. You are not cut out to be the superstar of a team. You're not cut out for it, because when you're needed most, you always come up short and non-responsive. And most definitely non-responsive. Mm-hmm. Stephen May Smith is suffering because the Heat took out his Knicks. Mm-hmm. Spike Lee is suffering because the Heat took out his Knicks. Why is FA is cussing up a storm because the Heat took out his Knicks? Mm-hmm. And they all looking at number 30 in the orange and blue for the reason the Knicks are home for the summer longer playing basketball at this moment in time. Take a break here. When we come back, we're going to continue to recap what took place and how we got to the final four. The Playmakers blog is proudly to announce that it is sponsored by Fanatics. Fanatics, where you can get all your official license Sports gear, memorabilia, whether it's for the National Football League, the National Basketball Association, Major League Baseball, National Hockey League, or even International Soccer League, or even college sports. So whip your team, whip the hardware, get comfortable, because Fanatics is the way to go. Where sports fans shop and official license everything. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Into the Net FC. Killing Mbappe just all of a sudden finally understood his role, and I think he finally understood that everything Killing Mbappe has accomplished already, you know, there is still a hell of a lot waiting for him in the future. Killing Mbappe is only 24 years old. He has accomplished so much, and you know what? Kylian Mbappe has not even reached his prime. Finally seeing, you know, the Marcus Rashford we have been hoping for for such a long time, you know. But, you know, this game, you know, after after everything Manchester United has been, you know, doing lately, you know, th- this was actually the ultimate test, you know, to see if Manchester United, you know, all, honestly was all of a sudden for real. I, I explained this. The United States, maybe they have to suffer this loss as a lesson to learn to prepare for the future. Because four years from now, The World Cup is in not one, not two, but three countries. The United States of America, Canada, and Mexico. 
Into the Night FC is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. And welcome back to Streaming Lifestyle, ladies and gentlemen. As you can see here, we have set out two teams, the Phoenix Suns and the New York Knicks. But they both took ass whoopings in game sixes. Okay. That means we have two more spots remaining for our final four. Would it be the Warriors or the Lakers or the Celtics and the 76ers? Beginning the same night, Friday night, going from South Beach to the City of Angels, Los Angeles, California, where it was game six between the Lakers and the Warriors. When the Warriors trying to save off elimination, yeah. you see how that went. 122. To 101, the Lakers have ousted the reigning defending champions. Ah, snowman, forgive me. Forgive me for this, Brian Snow. Forgive me for this. But the champs have been unseated. LeBron James made sure this game was a closeout game. 30 points, 9 boards, 9 assists. 10 for 14 from the field. 2 from 3 from 3. Austin Reeves, 23 points to help out. Along with D'Angelo Russell, 19 points. Anthony Davis, 17 points and 20 rebounds. Man handled the Warriors on the boys. For the Golden State Warriors. Steph Curry, 32 points. Six boys, five assists. Mm-hmm. 11 for 20 from the field, 4 for 14 from, from three. Andrew Wiggins. Remember I told y'all, he's been gone for two months. Don't expect Andrew Wiggins to be all the way there. And uh, in a closeout game, six points in 28 minutes, two from eight from the field, oh for three from three, two rebounds, two assists, Andrew Wiggins? Mm-hmm. Clay, Clay Thompson. This hurts me. This hurts. I love Clay Thompson. I love his game. I like his game. I like Clay Thompson's game. He plays defense. He gets after it. But in the Living Nation game, Clay Thompson, and really, that everybody was called for game six. Clay Thompson, they ain't, he, was, he was nowhere in sight. Eight points, three from 19, two from 12 from three. And your, and your missed shots were ugly missed shots. It's air balls from Clay Thompson. Air balls. Oh my lord, air ball. You were shooting air balls, Clay Thompson. It was an ugly display. We have never seen, we see you have bad shooting games, but this here was the epic worst shooting performance you have ever had. You were literally shooting air balls, Clay Thompson. Three for 19 is horrific. Two from 12, oh my lord. Oh my gosh, that is that's one for six. That is I don't even even know what to say. That is that is that is horrific. Clay Thompson. That's just terrible. Oh my word, that's just terrible. That that is terrible. Okay, I I don't know what to say. I really don't know what to say on this one and uh it, that one's that's 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 a hard one to swallow for warrior fans. Okay, I'm not a warrior fan, but I like Clay Thompson. It's just hard to swallow. 
Just when you see Clay Thompson's name, you see three for 19, two for 12, and you've seen the shots he was taking. That's hard to swallow as a basketball fan because that is not what you want to see from a great shooter like Clay Thompson. It is not, but we saw it. We saw it Friday night, and it was oh my gosh, painful to watch. It's painful to watch. Okay, and then. Now I look at I'm gonna say this one thing about Jordan Poole because damn it. I did a whole fucking fight on him last week on the show, and I'm not gonna get into it again. But Jordan Poole, yo dumbass, spent half a million on a date, but your ass couldn't even shoot 50% for a freaking series. That's all I'm going to say about Jordan Poole. Because if I keep going on, I'm going to go off again. And I ain't trying to go off again. Look at this. Let's just look at this. Mm-hmm. 39 for 103. That is 37, 38% from the field. The Lakers were 39 for 75, shooting 52% from the field. The Warriors were 38 for was 13 for 48 from three-point range, shooting 27%. The Lakers were 13 for 26, shooting 50% from three-point range. So the Lakers shot 50% from the field as a team, and they shot 50% from from three as a team. Yet, you two scored the same amount. 13 for 13, 39 for 39. And, and, and then you get to this yellow, this little yellows, gold spots right here, the, the free throws. 31 for 42 for the Lakers, 10 for 14 for the Warriors. That is a plus 21 for the Lakers. And if I remember certainly me correctly, 122, 101, that is a plus 21. So the Lakers won the game at the free throw line. Because the Warriors wanted to shoot twice as many threes as the Lakers. And 28 more shots than the Lakers as a team. And which you have never led in the game down here at the bottom. Largest lead, Warriors zero, because you never led. And the Lakers had you down by 24 at the max. But beat you by 21, which is the amount of free throws they outshot you by. Now, before I continue on, if you didn't catch no men in the morning on today, you should go back and check it because myself, Brian Snow, and Cole Johnson, we roasted everybody who got eliminated from the Suns to the Warriors to the Knicks and to the Philadelphia 76ers, which is the next game on the docket because this right here, Steph Curry, this is the look of a guy who's just looking at like, there's nothing else I could have done to get my team to, to where we needed to be at. He did everything he could. Jordan Poole didn't show up. Klay Thompson didn't show up. He had no help. And that's something strange to say from a Warriors team, that Steph Curry didn't have help. Steph Curry, I apologize that you didn't have help. And you had to take an L to LeBron James and the Los Angeles Lakers. We will see you next year, sir. Now that brings me to Phila. Delphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics. 
Now, you see game seven, right? As I take a sip of this Arizona green tea, right? I love this drink. Arizona green tea, I love it. But before I get there, let me shout out to Jason Tanner for game six, okay? Because game six for, let's say, what? Mm, that's 48 minutes in the game. So let's say for 43 minutes of the game, yo ass couldn't do a goddamn thing. And then for some reason, the last five minutes, you went on a tear, dropping 16 points in the fourth quarter, and you brought the Celtics back from extinction to survival mode for a game seven. How would that fare Sunday afternoon at TD Garden inside Boston, Massachusetts, when it's a winner-take-all, winner faces the Miami Heat in the East? Well, it started off Philly, and then it quickly and it quickly turned into Boston, especially in the second half. Because you see that spot score, where the third quarter is at thirty-three to ten. There are twelve minutes in a quarter of the NBA game. How do you score less than twelve in a quarter as an NBA team? It's beyond me. Every two point, every basket is two points. You have there's no one point bucket unless you got the free throw line. So in 12 minutes of a quarter, Philly can only score 10 points. What the freaking elf is that? Ten points. In a quarter that is 12 minutes long is ridiculous to fathom. But you're the Philadelphia Services and they the ones that give you a goddamn 10-point quarter. Now, you got your ass with 112-88. Jason Tatum broke Steph Curry's record, who happily do it. This is about two weeks ago against the Sacramento Kings in the game, so when he dropped 50. Jason Taylor comes home to the to Boston at TD Garden and gives you a 51-piece with 13 rebounds and shooting 61% from the field. 17 for 28, 6 out of 10 on 3. He shot 61% from the field. He shot 60% from 3, and he dropped 51 on your ass. 51. Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum, Jason Tatum. So the thing I got on Devin Booker for this year and last year is what Jason Tatum showed up in the final five minutes of game six to survive and not getting eliminated in the city of Brady Love versus Philadelphia versus Vegas. He took that same energy that he held for five minutes and he brought it. He brought it to Boston. He brought it to TD Garden and he had chattered for a full 48 minutes when he dropped it. 51 and shot a ridiculously 61% from the field. That's greatness there. That is a man who's a face of the franchise and says, you know what? I've been struggling all series long. I'm finally here and I'm finally ready to get it done because it means the most to the team and he came through. He came through. Joel LND, Mr. MVP. You lucky that 
that trophy is a regular season trophy because this right here, not happening. See, you're lucky that ESPN carried this game because if TNT would have carried this game, I would have loved to hear Shaq and Charles Barkley rip you a new one. Because they, I, if I know Shaq and Charles, and I'm pretty sure all of them, because we watch Inside NBA, we like the best sports show on the planet. Shaq and Charles would have dove into Joel and B. Because you're the MVP. 15 points, 8 boards, and 38 minutes of gameplay. You're the MVP. Hello, give me the ball. Let's, let's rock and roll. Ride me to the end. Let's get it done. No. You went five for 18 from the field. You took four three-pointers, and you only got 15 damn points. 15 damn points. If Chuck and Charles, uh, uh, Shake and Charles get a chance tomorrow, I hope TNT. I hope TNT let them two get a chance to talk about Joel and B. Because I want to hear them rip the new one in Joel and B. You can't be the MVP and show up like that in a game seven. That is not MVP status. That is war player status, which Joel Embiid is not. A role player. He is the face of a city. A face of an organization of Philadelphia. And I can tell you right now, those fans are not pleased with you at all. You see what Jalen Hurts did with the football team? Jalen Hurts, he took them to a Super Bowl. He didn't win it. But damn it, he was the best player on that goddamn field. They respect Jalen Hurts. Philadelphia respects the hell out of Jalen Hurts. Even though he lost the biggest game there is in that game of football. He was the best player on that field down in Arizona. It's just he ran up against Patrick Mahomes, who is the best player in the game. In the entire National Football League. But on Super Bowl day in Arizona, Jalen Hurts was the best player on that field. He just came up short. He just came up just a tad bit short. But he showed the world that, hey, I am who I am. Joel Embiid, you won MVP. And your ass couldn't even fight for the city of Philadelphia. You couldn't even fight for yourself. And you couldn't even fight for your team. That is unacceptable from MVP. But you, sir, are not the biggest corporate. That will be the guard, the point guard, even though it says shooting guard on here. Uh, one James Harden. By the way, remember that show I mentioned earlier, Snowman in the Morning from today? Please go back and listen to that. And Cole Johnson booked it. Cole Johnson went off on James Harden from beginning to end. He went all the way back to the OKC days and fought it all the way up to what took place Sunday. Go back and listen to that rant. You're going to love it. Cole Johnson did not play about James Harden. So, Mr. Harden, nine points in 41 minutes. Nine points. And six rebounds, seven says, I don't give a crap. I can care less. Nine points. 34 11 from the fifth, one from five from three. This is James Harden here. You know, James James Harden, you know, everybody, you know, game one, you know, you, you, you stole home court from, from Boston without Joel Embiid on the court. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, and then and then um game 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 four, you you dropped another forty piece. You know, you took that game, and and then, then all of a sudden, from games five to now, where were you at? at game five was drilling B. He gave he gave you one. He made he gave you that game game five, and game five was in Boston, by the way. So you won two games in Boston, but you couldn't defend home court because they took two from you in in Philly. And then when the game, when the series, in the seasons on the line, because it's when to take all game seven, nine points, nine points, nine points. This was this is James Harden, ladies and gentlemen. The same James Harden, by the way. And my favorite, one of one of the most memorable things for me when it comes to James Harden and playoff failures is when he paid the San Antonio Spurs and Pop literally gave Houston game six in Houston. Y'all can have game six because we got we got game seven back in back in AT&T Center in San Antonio. And James Harden didn't even show up on that game and got ousted at home by the San Antonio Spurs without Kawhi Leonard playing. Yet again, here we go. I got more. Oh, no. I got more. Let's look at this. Let's look at the team stats real quick. Uh, 37% shooting for the Philadelphia 76ers. 21% from three. Boston, on the other hand, shot 47% from the field. 45% from three. You actually had a nine-point lead. You had a nine-point lead. Then all of a sudden, you found yourself down 30 out of nowhere. 30! You can't make this stuff up. You can't make this stuff up. And the funny thing is, it happens with James Harden teams. How is it that it happens with James Harden teams? It's continuing with James Harden. I got this from first take Monday morning. Okay. So I had to work Monday morning. I came home, played Monday morning show, and they brought this up. James Harden in the fourth quarter of games five, six, and seven. What do you see? You see a whole bunch of zeros because zero points in game five, zero points in game six, and zero points in game seven, all in the fourth quarter. 0 for 1 in game five, 0 for 4 in game six, and 0 for 1 in game seven. He went zero points in the fourth quarter of the last three games of the season. He went 0 for 6 in those attempts. With a with a plus minus of negative twenty one, worst plus minus among all starters each game. What's your James Harden? You're the beard. Feel the beard. Feel the beard. We ain't nobody feeling a goddamn thing from you, cause you ain't it. Told people, everybody was a number. Oh, 45 from James Harden, and they took game one, and they took home court for them. Oh, he did it again in game four. Oh, this is going down. Oh, James Harden. Is the season on the line? No. Show me when the season is on the line, James Harden. Season's on the line, and we're gonna take all games. No, season's on the line. You could have ended it in game six, and you were nowhere to be found. Game seven, winner take all. You turn the ball over left and right. You throw the ball in the stands. You nine points, dude. Nine, nine, nine points. Nine points. That's all. What? Count. 
and as a result of this, <laughs> this is the big news of the day. This happened today at 11.23. Doc Rivers got fired as the Philadelphia 76ers coach. Because <laughs> he came into a situation with Ben Simmons where Ben Simmons could dunk on Trey Young and couldn't even bring him on board, so they had to trade him to Brooklyn. And when they traded him to Brooklyn, they brought in James Harden. When you brought in James Harden, you fell in six games to the Miami Heat, which games was in Philly last year. Then this year, you just heard me go off about what took place in Game 7. And so in three seasons as the head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers, Doc Rivers has not got past the conference semifinals. He lost to the Hawks in the conference semifinals. He lost to the Miami Heat in the conference semifinals. And now you lost to the Boston Celtics in the conference semifinals. The Hawks were in six. Yeah, I believe the Hawks was in no. No, the Hawks was in seven. The Heat in six and the Celtics in seven. Doc Rivers has some corporate ability for this, for, his, for him losing his job. Despite Joel and B backing Doc Rivers and James Harden, didn't back Doc Rivers. Nevertheless, Doc Rivers, I love you as a coach. You are one of the greats. But man, and when you can't get to the conference at least one time, but the time that you have is ridiculous. So now Philly joins with the Phoenix Suns, the Toronto Raptors, the Milwaukee Bucks. That's looking for a new coach. So if you can think about it, Nick Nurse, Monte Williams, Mike Budenholzer, and now Doc Rivers all gone. And saying that three of the four of them are champions. And also saying that all four of them were coach of the year. What a shame. What a freaking shame. Oh my gosh. Okay. We're going to take another break. And when we come back, we're going to preview the conference. The Playmakers Bar is proudly to announce that it lettered a partnership deal with Paramount Plus. Paramount Plus. Stream live sports from any device that you have, whether it is your computer, laptop, or even your cellular device. Catch breaking news live when it happens and enjoy a mountain of entertainment from movies to shows to whatever you love doing. Paramount Plus. Plan starts at $4.99 a month, but right now, you can get a free trial. Just hit that link below with the Playmakers blog and start your free trial right now. Paramount Plus, Mountains of the Entertainment. Fans across the nation, grand fans across the world, the Playmaker down there silence here, and you have turned into Ramley Talk. Matthew Stafford, Cooper Cup said, the GOAT is not getting his ball back. We are ending this right here, right now. And Matthew Stafford did it. Somebody explain to me why does this keep happening with the San Francisco 49ers. You can't stop Debo Sam for whatever reason. You made Jimmy G look like a damn good quarterback. And then the offensive line and defensive line getting their ass whooped by the other ones. Somebody explain this to me. Please. Baker Mayfield was just a walk through practice into his tenure with the Rams. 
and he's out there throwing game winning touchdowns. Just like in the San Francisco game, Aaron Donald gets to Joe Burrow. Burrow tries to get rid of it. It falls it falls wide and short of some IJP run. Turnover on down. Subscribe to the podcast on your favorite platform, whether it be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and whatever else that you listen to Ramble Talk on. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of Cowboys Talk. The Dallas Cowboys got exactly what they deserved. Let me say that one more time, because you know it's true. The Dallas Cowboys got exactly what they deserved. Dak Prescott is overrated and he shouldn't be paid, okay? And the same thing with Pollard. I mean, Pollard breaking the tackles at that 57-yard touchdown run. I mean, we needed that big time. 33 points in the fourth quarter. Let me say that again. 33 points in the fourth quarter. And that's off of four turnovers committed by the Colts. See, at one point, and the fact that at the end of the third quarter, it was 21-19, to and the final score was 54-19? to Now that, ladies and gentlemen, that is completely unexpected. Cowboy Sock is available on all streaming platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, and YouTube. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Shooting Lights Up. Great shows for you to catch from the Playmakers Blog Never Ramley Talk, hosted by yours truly here. And Cowboys Talk, hosted by the Bear Man, that was like his last. So y'all can check those out and get you ready for what you can expect from us next season of the football season. As you can see here, you see the numbers, you see the status of how the conference finals went. This is where we at right here. Nuggets in six, Lakers in six, Celtics in seven, Miami in six. And then we have our final four. Here's our final four teams. Lakers, Nuggets, Heat, Celtics. And to begin our preview, we're starting in the Western Conference Finals, where it is the Los Angeles Lakers led by LeBron James and Anthony Davis taking on the top team in the West. That would be the Denver Nuggets led by Nikhil Jokic, the Joker. Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Woo! Too exciting. Now, how would this go? The Lakers were a seven seed and they're in the final four. The Nuggets have been dominating their first two series. They put a whooping on the Minnesota Timberwolves in five games. You seen what they did to the Phoenix Suns in game six down in Phoenix. The Nuggets are not playing games, okay? The Lakers coming out, they are taking game ones from both the Grizzlies and the Warriors on the road. And they are finishing them off at home in game sixes at Crypto.com Arena. The matchup people are most only two into is Anthony Davis versus Nikhil Jokic. Who wins the battle? Is it AD or is it a Joker? That's going to be one battle. Another battle is what does LeBron James bring to the table in this series? Because he's been on cruise control for most of these playoffs. 
taking his spots and when to take over and when not to take over. And then Jamal Murray. Word has gone around that he is sick. So we'll see if he's able to go in game one, which is will be very shameful if he can't. But what does Jamal Murray bring to the table? To have out Mikhail Jokic as the duo of the Denver Nuggets against the duo that is the Los Angeles Lakers. You have Aaron Gordon. You have KCP going against his former team. How will he feel about seeing LeBron James as the Davis and the Lakers in this series? But, 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 ladies and gentlemen, those of you who are watching on YouTube, you see that guy right there that's in the middle with the number one on his jersey in blue? That guy right there, that guy there, that guy is Michael Porter Jr. And for me, Michael Porter Jr. is the key to this entire series. If he shows up and shows out, the Lakers are going home. If he doesn't, the Nuggets are going home. Number one in blue needs to be the third wheel for the Denver Nuggets if they want to make it to the NBA Finals. By the way, I forgot to mention this. I forgot to mention this. So let me do this real quick. Let's go back. This is the bubble all over again, ladies and gentlemen. So remember how everybody's like, the bubble don't count, the bubble this, bubble that, bubble that, that, that. <laughs> Three years later, the same four teams that was in the Final Four in the bubble, it's the same four teams we have left. Let's start out throwing that out there. So y'all can complain about the bubble. And in the bubble, the Lakers beat the Nuggets in six games because of Anthony Davis. So can Anthony Davis duplicate what he did in the bubble against the Jokic? Or does the fact that since then, the Joker, who has become a two-time MVP back-to-back seasons before this season, has been a monster in these postseason. Now that he has a full team back, even though Jamar Murray is sick from what reports has been saying, he has a full loaded team. What do the Lakers do this time against that guy who basically averages a triple-double when he plays? How does the Lakers feel with that? How does Anthony Davis deal with that? How does Nikhil Jokic handle Anthony Davis? Because Anthony Davis, when he wants to be a monster, on both ends, by the way, he is a monster, blocking shots, crashing the boards for like 20-plus, and dominating, giving you 20 to 30 pieces. This is going to be an interesting series here, okay? I am... Begging the Denver Nuggets to end the damn Lakers. Because though you know me, you know how I feel about the Los Angeles Lakers. Going all the way back to Kobe and Shaq. So, Denver, I don't give a damn how long it takes. Just end the damn Lakers. So I don't have to deal with them in the goddamn NBA Finals. In this sickening story of LeBron James in year 20, and if he wins the championship, this is like the last thing. Shut up! I'm sick of it. There ain't no damn last dance. He already talking about he want to play with his damn son, who's going to USC, by the way, along with Dennis Robinson, which is interesting in itself. So when next basketball season comes, I will be paying attention to the USC children because uh, if people say what Brian James is, I'm, I better see it in the USC for the one year he's going to be because I know he's only playing one year. He's going straight to the NBA. 
So I better see something from Brian James when it comes to USC, which is another team I can't stand because I can't stand the damn Trojans. But I will judge him accordingly, okay? I will judge him accordingly for the season that he puts forward at USC. Now, I'm not predicting anything. I'm not giving a prediction. I just want the Lakers to lose. That's all. I just want the Lakers to lose and get ousted. That is it. And this Western Conference Series is exclusively to ESPN. Here is your scheduling. Tonight is game one, 8.30 after the lottery draft, who would get the number one pick and possibly victory, Juan Boyana. Game two would be Friday. Game three would be in L.A. for on the 20th, and the 22nd is game four. It will head back to Denver for game five on the 24th, back to L.A. on the 26th, Memorial Day weekend, if I am correctly. Yes, that would be the beginning of Memorial Day weekend if it gets to game six, and game seven will be that Sunday of Memorial Day weekend. So this series will be over before the month of June gets here at some point in time. That is your Western Conference matchup. Let's head over to the East Coast, where it is a rematch from last year's Eastern Conference Final, where the Miami Heat will meet the Boston Celtics yet again, round number four. Because they met in the bubble. They met last year, no, round three. Round three, round three. Met in the bubble. They met last year, and they're going to meet again this year. Goals reversed this time. Miami was the favorite. Now it's Boston. Because Boston is the real highest remaining team left, even though the Nuggets are the number one team in the West. The Boston Celtics has the best has the best record remaining of the four teams left. So Boston is the home favorite, and the Heat are the real team. The Miami Heat, just like the Lakers, but the Heat are a AC in the Eastern Conference Finals. Going against the second seed, which is the Boston Celtics. We saw this last year, and this series went all seven games. All seven games. The unfortunate thing is there will be no Tyler Hero in this one who played last year. So the Miami Heat will be down one person. But nevertheless, they haven't stopped Miami Heat from being the Miami Heat because the Miami Heat culture, Heat culture is alive and well in these damn playoffs. Jimmy Butler doing his thing. Bam Adebayo had a terrific series last season, series against the New York Knicks. Can he channel that and bring it to the Boston series? Because they're going to need Bam Adebayo to be the number two guy. They're going to need Kyle Lowry, Matt Strews, Gabe Vincent, Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin is the one you see as number 16. Those guys need to continue to play how they've been playing, being huge contributors to the Miami Heat team. Not just on that, just only in points, but getting rebounds, hustle plays, defense. You're gonna need those guys to step up even more because Jason Tatum might have finally woken up in these playoffs after a 51 point performance in Game Seven against the Philadelphia 76ers. He might be ready to now take the next step. We shall see, though, because you still got Jalen Brown on that team. You still got Marcus Smart, Al Horford. It's going to be an interesting series. Can we get another seven-game series in this one? Even though game seven would be in Boston this time instead of South Beach. TD Garden 
instead of whatever arena you want to call Miami, because they don't change names on any time. You can't even keep up with the name of their arena. It's not even FTS arena no more. It's something else now. But this series, we know what's going to happen. Jason Tatum versus Jimmy Butler. Jalen Brown and company against Bam Adebayo and company. How does Bam Adebayo contend against Al Horford? Al Horford, who, who put the clamps on Joel and D, the MVP, when it was time. He even blocked him a few times and put the clamps on him as well. How does Bam Adebayo deal with that? Who's going to help Jimmy Butler slow down the duo of Jason Tanner and Jalen Brown? Because even though Jason Tanner went for 51, Jalen Brown also dropped 23. So those two combined to 74 points of that 112. And I am still here to say that Jalen Brown is the catalyst of that team. Because when Jalen Brown's all off and running, it makes it very difficult to beat Boston. Because now you know you got to deal with Jason Tatum anyway. But when Jalen Brown gets going, all hell is breaking loose, and it goes Boston's way. But now that Jason Tatum has broke out of his slump and gave you a 50-point piece, how does that make things difficult for the Miami Heat? And there is for sure. This series is going to be one for the ages yet again. It should go at least six, if not the whole seven again, but at least six because Miami's going to fight and claw their way, and we know Boston. They are not the same defensive Boston team that they were last year, which might make things a little more easier for the Heat to get buttons. But we shall see. And at least for my sake that the Boston Celtics did make the conference final because instead of me going 0 for 4, I'm 1 for 3. Because the fact that my other three teams that I picked, the Bucks. The Clippers and the Grizzlies all got out in the first goddamn round. The only team that had made it is the Boston Celtics. Okay. And this series is exclusive to TNT. So Ernie Johnson, Kenny the Jets, Mill, Shaquille O'Neal, and Sir Charles Parker will be here for the entire series of this, no matter how far it goes. And that series kicks off tomorrow down in TD Garden of Boston, Massachusetts. With game two being on the 19th. And then the series shifts in game threes and four down to the South Beach, which will be the 24th. I mean, the 21st and the 23rd. You head back to Boston for game five on the 25th. During Memorial Day weekend on the 27th, which is a Saturday, you'll be in South Beach. And then if it goes to whole day, that will be the 29th of May. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, that is your conference finals. Lakers, Nuggets, Heat, Celtics for a chance to play in the NBA Finals, which will begin Jay, will begin June 1st, Thursday. So as soon as the month of June hit, we know who's playing in the NBA Finals. And that game was to end, which is exclusively on ABC. So you'll have Mike Greenberg, Stephen A. Smith, Jalen Rose, and the one-two Mike Robon covering all games necessary for the NBA Finals. We game one Thursday, June 1st at 8.30 p.m. And then as you can see here, game two will be Sunday, June 4th. Game three, June 7th. Game four is June 9th. Game five is June 12th. 
Game six is June 15th, and there is, there is a game seven. And then there's a winner-take-all NBA Finals. That would be June 18th on a Sunday. So, ladies and gentlemen, we are down to the Final Four. Will it be the Lakers or the Nuggets in the West? Or will it be against the Heat or the Celtics in the East? We are getting closer, closer to the end of the NBA season. Thank you for tuning in. Actually, I will be back tomorrow because you have a special Shooting Lights Out episode coming from me because we'll be previewing the WNBA season with the Queen of Hoops herself, Miss Megan Price. You don't want to miss that. But from right here in the city that is known as Duval, Jacksonville, Florida, I am the Playmaker Diamond Solomon's here. I will be seeing y'all tomorrow.